Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Seekers Church podcast with overseers, Apostles Larry and Teresa Robinson. We believe in teaching to affect change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on. Discloses, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share. As we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet. The birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. Oh, he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His voice is sweet. <laughs> bless his name on this morning. We bless God for Apostle Larry W. Robinson. We bless God for Apostle Teresa Robinson. We bless God for all of our pastors and leaders and disciples. And we are excited about who God is and what he has done in our lives. Amen. Bless the Lord on this morning. We're not going to delay the time. We will direct your attention to 1 Kings, the 19th chapter. And we're going to use as our theme two passages of scripture. However, uh, God has given us some other passages that we want to take a look at as well. But 1 Kings 9, 19, verses 9 and verse 13. When you have it, say praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 1 Kings 19 and 9 reads, And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. 
And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? Verse 13. And it was so, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle, and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him, and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? From these two verses we want to use as our preaching theme on this morning, voices. Voices. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Voice for us as humans is produced in the larynx. It's uttered through the mouth. It can be active or passive. The dog bit the mailman, that's active voice. It has rained on my car, that's passive voice. Huh? Uh, there's even a television show that exists solely on the merit of voices. Uh, with their back to the participants, coaches wait to hear uh, participants' voice and makes a decision on the merit of the quality of that person's voice just by the sound. If the voice has enough power, potential, or range, the coach expresses his or her acceptance of that person's voice by spinning their chair around to be on their team and vie for being on their team. Uh, that's the power of voice. Uh -huh. In song, there's distinction in the sound the voices make. Uh, from very low in bass to very high in soprano. Uh -huh. The subject of our discussion this morning was familiar with a particular voice. The voice of God. In his introduction to the reader of God's word in 1 Kings 17 and 1, Elijah uses his voice to utter both sound and prophetic warning to the king of Israel that there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Dew won't drop, rain won't fall until God speaks through his servant, Elijah. Uh, not only that, but people have done some strange things in response to voices. We've heard news accounts of people, uh, voice told me to do that. I, I heard voices in my head, and that's why I did this thing. Huh? Uh, you need to make sure that your spirit is sensitive enough to know when you are hearing from God or from strange voices. For example, you remember Adam and Eve got in trouble because they listened to the strange, subtle voice of Satan, huh? Elisha, that's who we want to talk about today, Elijah. He was a Tishbite. He was a prophet and a miracle worker. His name means, my God is Yahweh. God sent him to preach repentance to Israel at the time of a wicked king named Ahab and his pagan wife named Jezebel. 
The Bible says of Ahab in 1 Kings 16 and 30 that Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. Ahab was bad. Ahab was evil. Mm -hmm. And Elijah had been faithful in his call by God on his life. He finds himself in the text that we read as our theme at a place of despair and hopelessness. Sometimes, people of God, you may not realize it, but even prophets, even those who have been called by God, may find themselves at a point of despair and hopelessness that is until God shakes them back into reality, huh? Until we encourage ourselves, huh? Uh, if you'll indulge me, I'd like us to walk with Elijah. Can we do that this morning? We want to walk with Elijah because Elijah's story is our story. Huh? We want to walk with him as we make our way up to this theme, Scripture. Uh, in doing so, I believe we'll discover just how multidimensional the voice of God is. The first thing I want us to discover is that there is provision in God's voice. In 1 Kings 17, 2, God sets Elijah up for provision. And the word of the Lord came unto him. Do you all see that? The word of the Lord came unto him saying, that's voice, get thee hence and turn thee eastward. And hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Not only the dew and the rain, even birds of prey have to respond to God's voice. Huh? Even birds of prey have to respond to what God commands them to do. Then we know Elijah was obedient because in verses 5 through 6 it says he went and he did according unto the word of the Lord. For he went and he dwelled by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And the word of God has recorded that the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening and he drank of the brook. Mm-hmm. We don't want to miss the fact that Elijah did what God said, and it was with him as God said. Uh, uh, for too long, I believe, the church has been stuck on what God can do and have failed to experience what God will do because it has not moved in faith. Mm -hmm. So excellent, Brother Elijah. You told Ahab what God told you to. You went where God told you to go and ravens catered a morning and an evening meal for you, Brother Elijah. Great. huh? Elijah's journey shows us that not only is there provision in God's voice, but there is sustenance in God's voice. How I know that? Well, verse 8, God's living, active word. His word is still at work in verse 8. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon. And there, behold, I have commanded a widow there to sustain thee. Huh? Do you see the active word of God, his voice moving 
in Elijah's life on this morning. Uh-huh. And in obedience, according to verse 10, the word of God says, so he arose because God said it, and he went to Zarephath. Uh-huh. It appears to me that Elijah has gotten a hold of the blessing of obeying the word that God has spoken. Uh-huh. We know that both he and the widow and the widow's son in that narrative were blessed because he and she were obedient to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, she only had a handful of meal. You all remember the story. And she only had a little oil in a cruise, but it fed the entire family unit. Mm-hmm. And the word of God says in 1 Kings 17, 16, and the barrel of meal wasted not, uh, neither did the cruise of all fail according to the voice, uh, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Mm-hmm. We're talking about voices this morning. Uh, I believe we're on to something. Uh, God says it like this in Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Uh, it shall not return unto me void. Uh, when I speak the thing, uh, it will accomplish that which I please. Uh, it will prosper in the thing. Uh, somebody say with me, in the thing. Huh? Uh, if you read the word of God and you trust the word of God, you can rest assured that God's word uh, will be alive in the thing. Whatever, whatever the thing may look like, whatever the situation may look like, we have this blessed hope that we can trust in the word of God. We can trust in the voice of God despite what the thing is. Uh, in the midst of a coronavirus crisis, uh, God's word is alive and active in the thing. Huh? Bless his name on this morning. Huh? There's nothing too hard for God is what I'm trying to say uh, on this morning. So, so as I try to lay this foundation, uh -huh, I, I need to suggest to us that sometimes when we are faced with life's obstacles, we tend to lose sight of how faithful God has been uh, to his word. Huh? Uh, uh, we forget about his provision uh, yesterday. We, we forget about his uh, provision at 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, we forget about his provision last night when the angels was watching over us as we slept. We, we forget about his provision that he had food on the table uh, on this morning. There was sustenance for us. He didn't just stop with the widow at Zarephath, but he continues feeding us day by day. And if you're like me, sometimes uh, we get a little too much sustenance. Huh? It's because of God's goodness and his mercy uh, that we're able to have all that we need uh, for life. Huh? God's voice, even in his voice, in his voice, there is life. Let me see if I can make the case. How many know that the enemy will try to get you to doubt God's faithfulness? Such was the case for this same widow that we just read about. You remember when the man of God met her, what was she doing? She was gathering, she said, two sticks to eat this small portion of meal and this little bit of oil she was going to use to prepare it for her son and she. And the expectation was that they were going to die. Yeah, when she met the man of God. Now, uh, in verse 17, 
the widow's son fell sick. And the word said it was so sore, or he was so sick that there was no breath left in him. Uh, I've been watching the news enough of late to recognize that uh, clinically speaking, <laughs> we would call this dead. Huh? He, he had no breath in him. When you have no breath in you, you are clinically dead. Huh? Uh, 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 but then the word of God says here, uh, the voice that we hear this time is Elijah speaking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, in prayer. Did you know you can use your voice in prayer to talk to the creator of the ends of the universe? Uh, and Elijah is praying for the life of the boy. And verse 22 says that the Lord heard him. Aren't you glad this morning uh, that when we pray, the Lord hears us? Huh? Even when we pray amiss, uh, 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 the Lord hears us and he brings us to the place where we get that thing worked out. Huh? So he's praying for this boy and the word of God says the soul of the child came into him again and he revived. In other words, he that was clinically dead is alive again because a man of God prayed for him. Uh, uh, when you have relationship with God, you can talk with him about anything. Uh, even in the midst of sudden onsets. Uh, have you ever experienced a sudden onset? Uh, you're just going through life as usual. You know, you're making that right turn at that same corner. You know, you're going to your job. You, you're eating your favorite meal. You're talking to your family on your phone. And all of a sudden, there's a sudden onset. Uh, there's something, something that's unexpected that occurs. Uh, I'm glad this morning that I can talk to the Creator about sudden onsets. I, I don't even have time to formulate my thought. I just cry out, Lord, have mercy. I, I wasn't expecting this thing, God. Uh, but I know that because you're my father and you love me, this situation uh, will pass. Sudden onsets. Uh, and then I believe the apostle prayed this morning that death is not the end. <laughs> At God's word, resurrection renders death a defeated foe. Huh? Praise God for life in his word. Huh? Uh, let's hasten now uh, to God's instructions to Elijah for King Ahab. Uh, we're making our way. I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. I'm just making my way. Uh, we're we just taking a little walk. We're taking a tour with Elijah. And, and Elijah is pointing out some milestones to us along the way so we can see uh, that there is hope no matter what we encounter in our life. Whether we walk in the office of a prophet or not, uh, the same God that was a God of Abraham and Elijah and Jacob, uh, he's our father on this morning and we can commune to him uh, just as readily as we see Elijah communing with him uh, on this morning. 1 Kings 18 and 2. God told uh, Elijah, he said, go. Show thyself unto Ahab. And I will send rain upon the earth. Now you remember he had already sent Elijah to tell him it wasn't going to rain. Huh? <laughs> now this boy is back in the king's face and he's saying, God told me to tell you it's going to rain. Uh, and Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and, and at that point in time, there was a so famine in Samaria. 
Uh, and as often happens, en route to Ahab, there was a little matter that Elijah had to take care of on Mount Carmel. <laughs> I, I, I like to call it the showdown on Mount Carmel. I, I mean, one man against 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets uh, of uh, the whore goddess at the time, huh? On a mountain, one man against 850. And I can't tell you for purposes of time the whole story, but we know how that thing ended. Elijah took him out, didn't he? You, you know the story, don't you, huh? God did the spectacular, spectacular. Somebody say spectacular. Huh? That's another place where the church misses it sometimes, huh? Sometimes the church is listening for and looking for the spectacular, huh? I, 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 I trust God when I see the spectacular. Huh? I'll trust God when I see a miracle, huh? But I want you to know well, by the time we get to the end of this story on today, huh? You'll see like Elijah discovered and like I discovered, huh? That God has multi-dimensional ways uh, that he speaks. Huh? He doesn't always just speak in the supernaturally spectacular. Huh? He doesn't always speak like that. Huh? Uh, so then uh, when God got through raining down fire on Elijah's sacrifice there on Mount Carmel, not only the sacrifice but the wood uh, the stone, uh, the dust, uh, even the water in the trench uh, that Elijah had dug. Uh, the fire of God consumed it all. Uh, and at the end of that display, uh, all of those pagan people, uh, all of the people of Israel who were worshiping false gods, uh, the only thing that they could say in unison uh, was the Lord, uh, he is God. Uh, sometimes God moves so spectacular. Uh, that the only thing you can say, huh, I tried to add up two plus two huh, to make it four huh, to try to explain how this thing came to be. Huh, but at the end of the day, huh, all I can say huh, is it was God. Huh, it was just God. Huh, I don't know how he did it. Huh, and if I be truthful, huh, knowing me, huh, I don't know why he did it. Huh, but I I do know huh, it was beyond huh, the capacity of myself. Huh, it was beyond huh, my friends huh, because my friends had left me huh, and walked away. It was beyond my family. Huh, I looked to my family. Huh, I couldn't find what I needed. Huh, but God, huh, God moves huh, in mysterious ways. Huh, God moves huh, in powerful ways. God, huh, giving me strength in this moment. God, huh, he's well able huh, to do exceedingly, huh, abundantly, huh, above all huh, we can ask or think. Huh, Y'all know who I'm talking about this morning. Huh, I'm talking about El Shaddai. Huh, God Almighty, huh? do you know him, kingdom seekers? Huh? Do you really, really know him? Huh? I'm talking about Jehovah Jireh. Huh? I've lived for 66 years huh? in the earth. Huh? One thing I know, huh? God is huh? a provider. Huh? Hallelujah huh? to the Lamb of God. Huh? I discovered huh? in the word, huh? God said of himself, I am the Lord 
who healeth thee? Have you ever been sick? Little under the weather? God will heal you while you're preaching. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. God will heal you while you're singing. Y'all know who I'm talking about this morning. God will heal you while you're on the keyboard, Terry. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. That's the God I'm talking about on this morning. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. He's worthy of the praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Chapter 17. Glory to God. Verse number one. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I knew he was going to show up before me on today. He promised me. He told me he would be with me. He reminded me he'd never leave me or forsake me. He told me he is my strength. He reminded me he's my alpha. He's my omega. He's my beginning. He's my end. He's my right when I'm wrong. He's my joy when I'm sad hallelujah to the Lamb of God just me and God talking now y'all have to excuse me I know my Redeemer lives he lives in me this morning woke me up this morning I commune with him hallelujah to the Lamb of God he's worthy I say of the praise. Thank you, Lord. My, my, my. Help me, Holy Ghost. First Kings 17, verse 1. Hallelujah. We know what he told Elijah there, but now let's look at verse 41 huh, of chapter 18. Huh. The word of God says, get thee up, eat and drink. Tell Ahab that, for there is a sound of rain now not just rain but an abundance of rain thank you Lord thank you Lord an abundance of rain uh, Elijah told uh, Ahab you need to go and get down from this mountain cause it's finna rain huh? God promised it and it's finna come to pass huh? and what blesses me about God is that God uh, had his prophet huh? Elijah he, he pulled up uh, the skirt of his garment huh? and the word of God says he outran the chariot huh? of Ahab won't God give you huh? supernatural strength won't God do it huh? he outran the chariot and he made his way into Jezreel. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. That's where we wanted to labor to get to this morning. I want you to see there was a temporary transition in the life of Elijah when he got to Jezreel. We didn't seen how God moved miraculously in this prophet's life. We've seen God provide for him we've seen God bring back life to a boy through him and then he gets to Jezreel and then there's another voice that pops up in the text my God another voice it's Jezebel's 
She's mad that Elijah took out the prophets on Mount Carmel. Huh? She didn't win, nor did they. And she sends a messenger to Elijah. Uh, tell him, so let the gods do to me and more. Also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Mm -hmm. She thought she had the authority and the power to do that. So she gave the, the prophet a 24-hour notice. Uh, in other words, you're going to be as dead as my prophets by this time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This brings us to see some uncharacteristic behavior from Elijah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes trouble or the threat, just the threat of trouble, will cause us to act out of character Amen. as believers. Mm -hmm. What was it about the words of Jezebel after all that God had shown him that put this prophet in a tailspin. Mm -hmm. The devil has a way of making his false threats appear more real than they really are. Uh -huh. uh, this is what we want to carefully examine on this morning. In 1 Kings 19.3, there's a key phrase that's missing. See if you see it. 1 Kings 19 and 3. We've been seeing it all the way up to this point. At every turn, we saw some key words. This is what those key words are. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, uh-huh, we don't see that in verse 3. What I do see, <laughs> what I do see in verse 3 is that when Jezebel spoke, the prophet, when he saw what her words suggested, that he, he arose and he went for his life because he thought he was going to die at Jezebel's hand. And uh, he came to Beersheba. Did you catch it? Uh, uh, we don't find those key words and nor do we find this set of key words. Get thee up and go to Beersheba. <laughs> we, we didn't see that in verse 3. Uh, uh, the voice of this pagan woman moves the prophet of God to act out of character. Huh? Without any instruction from God, he heads in fear to hide out in Beersheba. Uh, 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 sometimes the people of God run over to Beersheba. <laughs> when they get in trouble or when the enemy threatens, they run over to Beersheba. Huh? God didn't tell you to go over to Beersheba. Well, why are your knees over there knocking in Beersheba huh? when you've got the creator of the ends of the universe in the thing, huh? right where you are? Huh? Uh, so then the word of God says that when he got there, he went into a cave on Mount Horeb. Uh, you do know that Mount Horeb is a mount of God. Uh, it, it, omniscient God already knew the answer to the question uh, that he posed to Elijah. Uh, and Elijah was prepared to give a response. Uh, but he wants the servant to say what's in his heart. Uh, uh, God asked Elijah the same question 
twice in this chapter. Uh, Elijah's response was the exact same thing each time he answered God. Uh, Elijah said, I've been over here working hard for you, God. Uh, 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 pagans have threatened my life. Uh, uh, they even want to kill me. Uh, I've been obedient to, get to you, God. Uh, and all I got to show for it is a threat from Jezebel uh, that she's going to take my life in 24 hours. Uh, that's why I'm over here in this cave, God. Huh? Uh, I bless God on this morning uh, that even while Elijah was on the run, uh, I saw that text. I spent some time in it. Uh, the word of God says there was a cake of bread uh, and there was some water at his head uh, when he fell down in exhaustion. Uh, the word of God says that the angel uh, of the Lord uh, pre-incarnate Jesus, uh, the angel of the Lord uh, fed Elijah. Uh, he was tired and despondent, uh, but God fed him where he was. Uh, Elijah woke up and looked around himself, uh, said, I'm on the run because I'm tired. Uh, I just might as, well, might as well go ahead uh, and give up the ghost. Uh, ain't nothing left for me to do uh, but die. Uh, and then the word of God says, God uh, fed him again. Uh, the angel of the Lord uh, not only fed him, uh, but the angel of the Lord uh, encouraged him. Uh, Elijah, uh, go ahead and eat. Uh, Elijah, uh, go ahead and drink. Uh, you gonna need uh, some food. Uh, you gonna need some water. Uh, even while you on the run, uh, you need to eat uh, because you got a 40 day journey uh, ahead of you. Uh, the thing that blesses me about that, uh, you remember uh, when God delivered his children, uh, out of Egypt. Huh? It took them 40 years huh? for an 11-day journey. Huh? And it sh only should have took huh? Elijah 11 days huh? for his 40 journey, 40 day huh? and 40 night journey. Huh? But God was doing the work huh? while he was walking. Huh? Oh, he walks with me huh? and he talks with me. Huh? He tells me huh? Although I'm on the run, I'm his own. And the word of God said the man of God found himself there in a cave and despondent. He hadn't heard God's voice until God raised a question to his servant. What you doing here? Elijah, I didn't send you to no cave. I didn't send you on the run. I didn't tell you to hide out from no Jezebel. Bless the Lord on today. What you doing here? Elijah, the word of God says that second time Elijah heard a voice. Hallelujah. It was the voice of God. God said, Elijah, get up now. Go to the entrance of the cave. I want to show you. I've never left you nor forsaken you. Go to the entrance of the cave. And the word of God says that when Elijah got to the entrance of the cave, the Lord 
pass by. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. This is what is amazing to me. Some spectacular stuff began to happen. Yes, it did. There was a great and mighty wind. So much that it broke up rocks on the mountain. But the word of God says God wasn't in the wind. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And the word says then there was a mighty shaking. There was an earthquake there on that mountain. God wasn't in the earthquake. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And then Elijah saw some fire on that mountain. God wasn't in the fire. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. But the word did say there was a still. Hey, glory to God. Small. Hallelujah. Voice. Have you ever heard it? It's still. Small. Voice. It gives you peace in the midst of a storm. Gives you peace in the midst of a pandemic. Gives you peace no matter what you're going through. I know God can do this spectacular. We've seen him do it. But do you know the voice when there's chaos all around you? Do you know the voice? Have you heard his voice? Do you recognize his voice? I hear you, Jesus. I hear you this morning. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. He's worthy. I need the people of God to be reminded on this morning. No matter what you're going through, listen for the still small voice. Listen in. Incline your ear. Lord, are you speaking? I need a word from the Lord. Hallelujah on this morning. Glory to God when I get off track. Hallelujah to the word of God. He's worthy. The lamb is worthy. Slain from the foundation of the earth. The lamb is worthy. Hallelujah. The lamb makes it possible that we can listen for the still small voice. The lamb says of himself, my sheep, hear my voice. My sheep, follow me. Do you hear his voice in the noonday? Do you hear his voice in the midnight hour? Can you hear Jesus? Is that you, Jesus? You talking to me? Is that you, Jesus? You communing with me again? Is that you, Lord? Lover of my soul. Lift her up of my head. Is that you, Jesus? What you say, Jesus? I will obey. Not only will I hear, but I'll obey. Not only will I hear and obey, but I'll obey right away. I won't tarry in that thing. What you told me to do, I will do. Hallelujah. All I've been trying to tell us on this morning, be sure and mighty sure. 
you hear the voice ha, of our Savior. Ha, he's worthy ha, of the praise ha, on this morning. Ha, got joy ha, unspeakable, ha, full of glory ha, on this morning. Ha, got my provision. Ha, got my provision ha, on this morning. Ha, everything ha, I have need of. Ha, God ha, has already ha, provided, ha, hallelujah, ha, to the Lamb of God, ha, my hope ha, yesterday, ha, my hope ha, today, my, 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 my hope ha, for tomorrow. Ha, do you know who I'm talking about? Ha, his name is Jesus, ha, Rose of Sharon. Do you know who I'm talking about? Ha, Jesus, ha, Lamb of God, do you know who I'm talking about? Ha, Jesus, ha, the only begotten Son of God, you know who I'm talking about? Ha, it's because ha, of Jesus, ha, we have breath ha, in our body. It's because of Jesus, ha, we've got Zoe life. Ha, breathing on the inside is because of Jesus ha, we have the Holy Spirit ha, of God within ha, what shall be ha, impossible ha, what shall be ha, impossible ha, to those that believe ha, I can ha, I really can ha, I will ha, I really will ha, do all things ha, through Christ ha, which gives me strength ha, hallelujah to the Lamb of God he's worthy I say he's worthy I say his word will not return unto him boy it will accomplish that which he sent it to God said he would hasten his word to perform it God will do what God said he will do If we trust in his word. Teach us to trust you, Jesus. Teach us, God, to hear your voice. Teach us, God, to pray. Teach us, God. Order our steps, Lord, in your word. Let no iniquity have dominion over us, God. We are to have dominion, not sin over us, but us over sin. Help us, God. Yes, yes, yes. Help us, God, not to become weary. My, 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 in well-doing. Your word says that if we don't become weary, in due season we will reap. My, 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 my. Thank you for due season, Lord. Thank you that help is on the way, God. Hey, thank you, God. I proclaim prophetically on this morning uh, that even in the midst of coronavirus, huh, do you hear it? There's an abundance of rain. There's an abundance of rain for the people of God on this morning. Abundance, abundance, uh, abundance, abundance of rain. It's raining, y'all. It's raining. Uh, thank you, Lord God, for your provision. Uh, 
reach up and receive. It's pouring down rain on the righteous even in this season. The enemy meant it for our harm. Hallelujah. But God is turning that thing for our good. Hallelujah. Receive it on today despite what the news media says. Despite what the neighbor says. Oh God is giving life through rain on this morning. If you hear it in your spirit, uh, grab a hold of everything God promised you uh, on this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, It shall be with me, God, uh, according to your word. Uh, It shall be with me, God, uh, according to your word on this morning. Uh, Your word is true. Uh, Your word faileth not. Uh, Thank you for your word on this morning, Lord. Thank you for the precision in your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for cutting away that which is not pleasing in your sight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing healing to my mind, to my thought life. Thank you, Lord, for bringing healing. Oh, God, body, spirit, and soul. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for the abundance of rain. I thank you, God. The church will come alive again. The church will get its renewal. The church will be on fire once again. The church the church will be who you called us out to be. The church, the church will not be complacent. The church, the church won't be lackadaisical. The church, the church will exude power. Oh God, the church will be the light on the hill. The church will not march to the world's marching orders. The church, Lord, alive. Resurrected, revived. Even in the midst of calamity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that it is so. Ah, Thank you, Lord, for your voice. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Seekers Church podcast. To sow into this message, visit kingdomseekerschurch.org slash donations. We pray the Lord's blessing upon you. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious towards you. The Lord give you his peace.